it's not for the faint of heart. You, I, I, I personally believe that you should be passion driven to do this because it's too difficult otherwise. And I was certainly extremely passion driven um, and still am. And so I think that's really important. And another really important niche, uh, another really important tip I have, and this comes from my background in, in public relations, is you should have a niche, a specific identifiable niche. Your niche should be written all over your, your blog, all over your social media, all over your communications. It should be absolutely clear to everyone what your niche is. Are you interested in adding multi-day to your day tour business? Are you looking to understand growth and scale strategies in the multi-day world? Looking to finally crack the technology stack you need to organize, automate, and grow your business? Then join Tourpreneur in Seville, Spain for Tourpreneur Connect, November 27th to 30th, 2023, for an event unlike any other in our industry. Open to strictly 100 operators, Pete, Mitch, Chris, and other industry experts will guide you through the do's, don'ts, twists, and turns of running a multi-day tour business. Not only that, Tourpreneur are giving back as we will be bringing in local suppliers and businesses to help us run the event. We're also opening up to a number of locally-based tour operators who can attend for free. So join Tourpreneur in Seville for Connect November 27th to 30th, 2023. And join us for an unforgettable experience of learning and connection in one of Europe's most unforgettable cities. Visit tourpreneur.com slash connect for more info. I am sitting right now with Mary Ellen Ward from Breathe Dream Go and also India for Beginners. Mary Ellen is an India travel expert. And as happens with many, many people, they, she was going through a life change after experiencing a terrible run of personal tragedy. She went to India with a goal of refreshing her purpose in life and very happy to say that she succeeded. She runs the travel website, Breathe Dream Grow, like I said, but I found Mary Ellen through her project, India for Beginners. Um, she has converted a blog audience into a rapidly growing tour company that offers tours all around India and Marilyn, yeah, she's quite, she's quite credible. She's been, the amount of lo logos on Marilyn's website is ridiculous. She's got Condé Nast Web Traveler there, BBC Travel, National Geographic Traveler. She's been featured in all of the things. But Marilyn, bef but before we get into your story, before we learn about blogging and social media tips, the other day you were tweeting about something that really grabbed my attention. And I want to ask you about it. India has decided to shut down all of their tourism offices around the world. Is that right? And do you know why? Um, no, I don't know why. doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> uh, right. I'm sure they have a reason, uh, but uh, I think they're leaving one or two offices open maybe. Um, but overall, they're shutting down the incredible India tourism offices globally. And um, I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't understand. It's crazy. So you, you collaborate, have you collaborated directly with them in the past? Yes, I have. They've been very supportive of me, extremely supportive. In fact, I was the first blogger that uh, uh, Incredible India Tourism, the Ministry of India's official Ministry of Tourism, ever sent to India from Canada. Mm -hmm. And um, because I got the support of a wonderful person named Vibhav Tripathi, and he totally believed in me and supported me. And he's been an important person on my journey, and he's in the ministry. So um, he also, I think, was the person behind me getting the National Tourism Award. I'm also the only blogger 
who's ever had a national tourism award from the Ministry of Tourism here in India. Um, and I've been on several press trips with them. I mean, they have done a lot to support me. I, I, I wish, um, you know, I could do, I could do more for them, but I don't understand their strategy. Yeah, well, you've done you've done a lot for them in a way, right? You've you've helped um, expose India to the world from your own perspectives, right? And it really educate people on the best way to visit India, and you've got your tours as well. So, it's one of these things where it's it's not like you you if you're a regional tourism office, it's not like you press a button and visitors come out of it, right? You invest and you invest and you invest, and then magic happens, right? And in in, in your case, uh, you. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Uh, there's a lot of birds tweeting in the background. It sounds wonderfully um, atmospheric where you're at right now. Well, where I, are you I'm and waking, what are you, what are you I'm doing? Waking up in, I'm waking up in Goa. The sun is wow. just coming up in front of me. I'm watching it through the trees. And um, I'm quite near Mandrum Beach. I'm at a, a retreat center near Mandrum Beach. And I'm spending time getting to know. Um, I'm looking, I'm researching Ayurveda and yoga centers in Goa and Kerala for the, for two months, because I'm getting a lot of requests for these types of, um, um, trips. People are interested now, I think in wellness more than ever. So I'm doing research, seeing, seeing what's new, what's, what, what, you know, the pandemic changed a lot, places closed, some places, um, started. And so it's, it's important to get out and see what's what's actually happening on the ground. So for those people who haven't followed you before, um, I've given the, the two second summary, but it'd be good to say in a bit more depth, actually, what it is you do. Well, I, my background's journalism and marketing and communications. I have a degree in journalism and I've worked in communications and write, writing and marketing my entire career. That is mm. essentially who I am. I'm a communicator and, um, uh, so when I came to India for the first time in 2005, it was on a personal journey. I, like you mentioned, I was on a personal journey to recover from uh, personal losses. And I was in a really low place in my life. I was in a rut. I was in my 40s and I just couldn't see the way ahead. But because I'm a writer, you know, because I'm a, a journalist, um, I started a blog. And this was 2005. There were no blogs. And I just took out a page on a site called travelblog.org. It was free. And uh, that's, those pages are still up there. And my first three trips to India, I was, I was uh, blogging on travelblog.org. It was just casual. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. But I was hooked. I knew I loved travel. I knew I loved India. And I knew I loved blogging. And somehow, I could not see how this was going to work out at all. I mean, these are early days. No social media. Standalone blogs didn't exist. But somehow, somehow I just knew this is what I wanted to do, even though I was kind of making it up as I went along. Um, and then in 2009, I, I started my professional blog, Breathe, Dream, Go. And this was about the same time. I know many OG bloggers, uh, the, you know, who started in 2008, 2009. And this was yeah. when standalone travel blogs really started, I would say. And that's certainly when I started mine. And I st so I, pub I, pu I hit the publish button on August 23rd, 2009, which was the, the festival of Ganesh in India. And Ganesh is the um, beloved elephant god, elephant-headed god, who is, um, he's the god of luck, auspicious beginnings, and many other wonderful things. So, um, and I, I feel like I have had Ganesh's blessings this whole time. 
So you hit publish on the blog and millions of dollars rained into your bank account, right? Or not? Uh, millions of experiences. <laughs> you know, you're, some people are rich in money and some people are rich in experience. So in my case, rich in experience, I didn't, I mean, I'm on these sites now. I have to, I just have to laugh. People started their blog two months ago and they said, when will I start making money? I didn't make money for about seven years. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Any money, not, not a penny. I, I was yep. freelance writing the whole time. And so it, it, you know, blogging, we always say blogging is a marathon. It's not a sprint. This is a really important point I want to make actually. It's yeah. Important. I'd like to hear more about it. Yeah. Yeah. This is really important. Um, I, I personally have found blogging to be oh, very rewarding overall, you know, um, but it, I don't want to make it sound like it's a magic bullet. It took me a really long time um, to establish myself, to make a name for myself, to get to get known, and, and a much longer time to make any money at all. And uh, it's not for the faint of heart. You, I, I, I personally believe that you should be passion-driven to do this because it's too difficult otherwise and i was certainly extremely passion driven um and still am and so i think that's really important and another really important niche uh, another really important tip i have and this comes from my background in in public relations is you should have a niche a specific identifiable niche your niche should be written all over your your blog all over your social media all over your communications it should be absolutely clear to everyone what your niche is and it can be a small niche you could be the expert on um, scuba diving in the Yucatan Peninsula or something it doesn't have to be major but become the go-to person for your niche and I feel a lot of people think they should go wide but I don't agree at all I think you should go narrow and specific and aim to become the go-to person for that niche and I personally feel this is the most successful path. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so many questions I want to ask you. Uh, Breeze Dream Go, though, it's not 100% about India. There's lots of um, other destinations listed true. there. True. So yeah, can, you walk, true. Can, you, can you walk me through the logic of, of how you've structured that? Um, well, you know, I, I started uh, in 2009 and didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so... Um, Making it up as I go along. None of us did. And, None of us did know what yeah, we did then. yeah, I didn't yeah. know what I was doing, making it up as I went along. And it's the classic, I would give anything to go back, knowing what I know now. Oh, my gosh, I, I would do things so differently. I would set things up so differently. That was actually my next so, question. Um, um, if, you, if, yeah. you could go, if, you, if you could jump into a time machine and find, you know, 15 years younger Marilyn Ward, what would you be saying to her? Well, I think I would I would have been more business minded, and I would have thought long and hard about what people actually need and what they want, rather than I was very interested in my personal self expression. Um, I saw myself as a you know a travel writer, a travel journalist, and I wanted to express myself and my talents, which I did, and it was a great journey, and I don't regret it. Um, but from a business perspective. It's a little bit less about me expressing myself and a little bit more about what is it that people need and want and giving them that information and giving them that information in a structured way that makes it easy for them to access it as well. That's actually very important. So I would have designed my blog very differently. It would have been all guides and uh, the, the navigation would have been very different. And I would have just, you know, um, had a, a whole process set up for people. 
and yeah, I probably would have specifically just focused on, uh, maybe I would have focused just on India or maybe South Asia. Um, I'm not really sure. Although I really love having a Canada section. I have a big Canada section, which I love because I love travel in my own country. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I think I would have just been much more business-minded about it. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got the India for Beginners website, and as best as I can tell, you're not blogging on that. Is that right? Um, the, the I put, I, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I did put some blogs on there for content on the front page. Yeah. And again, I think I'm going to redesign that site. I did that really quickly. And um, actually, it was at the beginning of the pandemic, and I just kind of threw it up quickly. I just used a template. Um, um, I might redesign it, but there's there's some content on there. There are some blogs on there. Because I wanted to, you know, I'm a huge believer in content marketing. I Not everybody is, but I am. So I wanted to have some keywords, you know, in content related to travel in India on the site. And then in the menu, you go in and you get all the information you really need. Although I might do it backwards now, the other way around when I redesign it. But I, 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 but I think it's important that I tell people right up front um, that I get, you know, 90% of my leads from my blog, Breathe, Dream, Go. It's just an important right. point um, that because I've been online since 2009, my, my, my site has a very good ranking in Google and I get on the front page uh, for many different keywords and um, especially search terms that people, you know, I, I'm careful about using search terms people are actually looking for. Um, and so People looking for travel in India find my blog usually and or they find I do a lot of PR like again this is another thing bloggers don't always do public relations a lot of them just focus on SEO and um, social media but because I have a background in public relations I do a lot of public relations I'm on podcasts I'm on um, guest posts uh, interviews all kinds of things people find me from all over the place and mm. uh, no, and and I have to say again another important point. I everybody who emails me, I email them and ask them how did you find me. Um, a huge number find me because of my own SEO search engine optimization um, work and finding my site online. That's a, right. by far by far the lion's share, and that's an important point. Uh, and then mm-hmm. second secondarily, they find me in these other places, you know, around the web where I've done. PR outreach, but the last place they find me is social media. I, I I don't know whether it's because my social media is not effective or whether it's just that when you're actually looking to book a trip, I think I think social media is good for inspiration, you know, in the marketing funnel. But when you're coming down towards booking, I think a website and PR outreach is better. That's my experience. Right. So. Obviously, there's a saying, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. There are a lot of travel companies out there that really have only dipped their their feet into blogging. And that's one of the reasons why I asked you to join, because obviously the audience is mostly tour operators. Um, if Obviously, you've gone from blogging to tour operating. But for those who've started with tour operating, would you recommend blogging? And if you would, how would you recommend approaching it for those people starting from scratch? Well, this is my perspective only, of course, and other people are going to have a different take on this, but this is, you know, this has worked for me. It's working. Um, our company is doing, you know, we're 
getting tons of uh, inquiries nowadays. Um, so I, I can speak from a successful experience, which is that the reason people contact me is because they've seen my blog, they've seen me online, they've seen me on these other guest posts and podcasts and things, and they know I'm a credible source on travel in India. And they relate to me because they're, all, they're mostly foreign women coming from U.S., Canada, U.K., Europe. And they know, they know I'm an expert on travel in India. They're, they're, people talk about influencers. I don't understand influencers. What are you influencing? Like you're influencing how to be an influencer. I don't believe in the whole concept of influencers. Influence, influence flows from your expertise. It flows. Beautiful bird. It's, you know, I set myself up as a credible expert on travel in India. I travel across India, you know, for years and years. And people know it. And then they trust right. me. They trust right. me. So the influencing, right. So the influencing. Right. So if I've got you correctly, the influencing is like a secondary effect, right? So people who set out to be influencers, yeah. that's often it's, you know, Instagram well, driven or I don't friends, un- narcissistic. I, but those I don't who, understand it. I don't understand yeah. it, so I probably shouldn't yeah. even comment on it because I have a 25-year, 30-year background in marketing and communications and public relations, and I do not understand the concept of influencing. Right. You know, what Sweet. You, I, yeah, yeah, I hear what that. you're saying. Yeah. So, so my advice is, the reason I went on at length about this is that if having a niche, setting yourself up as a credible, you can't fake this, as a credible um, resource on your niche, I, I have found that to be extremely powerful. So if I was a tour operator, you effectively, if I had to read between the lines, you'd be saying that it's a bit of a, it'd be a mistake to hire a freelancer and just unleash them for three or 10 cents a word or whatever it is. Well, it's certainly not my style. I, I suppose you could try it, but, um, but you've seen. But with respect, though, you, you you're not the only you you're not just filming your own work. You've seen a lot of really poor examples of blogs, right? And and it, it, in India, there's no shortage, right? So, what would you say are the mistakes they are making that you're not? Um, I think bloggers have fallen. Oh, this is a bit controversial. I think bloggers have you know drunk the SEO Kool Aid. <laughs> um, right. SEO is really important, and it's really helped me. Don't get me wrong; it turned my Learning SEO and relying on a few experts who helped me turn my blog around and helped me get on, you know, Google's first page. Um, and there's no question that SEO h- has a huge part to play in that. But you can't just rely on SEO alone. And a lot of bloggers now, their blogs are so bland. They're so nondescript. There's no personality. There's no expertise. They just, and I'm in all these forums, so I know what they're doing. They're just, they help, they, you know, they, people will, you will charge a lot of money, um, uh, and bloggers are seem to be paying it to learn how to search for unicorn keywords and stuff. And it's all about just trying to get traffic to your site. But traffic for what purpose? There's no a lot of these people are not talking about what's the strategy, what's your business goal, what's your business model, what is the purpose of getting this traffic? Um, if you know, and I think that's a thing that's personality and and strategy are really missing for a lot of bloggers. Right. So, um, to take you as an example, obviously you're trying to, you're trying to get in front of people who are quite early in the India destination inspiration search, right? So blogging about how to get to the airport from Delhi is probably a horrendous topic, right? Given that that's the kind of thing you'd be Googling 
well after you've decided how you're how you're traveling, right? So um, what sort of things are you blogging about to really get in front of the people who are in that very, very early stage of uh, research? Well, I don't. I actually don't want the people who are in the early stage. I want the people who know they want to, who know they want to go to India. Um, That's great. And so let's talk about it. Much further down the marketing funnel. If I was really interested mm. in early stage, I would be all over Instagram mm. because I think mm. Instagram is at the outer edge of the funnel. I could be wrong, but that's my. That's that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So people get inspired to go to India. They decide to go to India. They start doing research. And once they're quite committed, you're trying to get in front of them. Yeah. So it's Google. It's, I think Google, People when, when people are close to the booking bottom end of the funnel, um, they are on Google. They might start on social media, but I think when they're serious about actually um, buying a ticket, you know, they're, they're, they're on websites. They're looking at blogs. They're looking at websites. And that and that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. So, what sort of topics uh, would you recommend people focus on? It depends on the niche. It really depends on the niche. You know, I don't have a business background. I don't have an MBA. But one thing I, I have heard, and I'm sure it's familiar with to many people, is that a really good way to so, uh, start a successful business is to solve a pain point. Right. So, what is the pain point for your niche? Okay, for India, it's really obvious. Um, especially for women, they're really nervous about coming here. They've read all these negative media stories and they, they feel nervous. So my company is completely focused on helping women travel safely in India. And that's my target market and that's my marketing message. And it solves a pain, it solves a pain point. Um, so it depends on your niche. What's the pain point for your niche? That's what I would look yeah. for. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, it's not in your niche, as you've really identified there, is not just... It's not just the place; it's also your market that is searching to solve a specific problem, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you need to you need to know your market, and you need to know what they're searching for, and what they need, and what they want. Absolutely. Um, and I've just I'm zooming around your website right now, and one one article you've got is called "Is Travel in India Safe?" My top twenty yeah. tips for women travelers. Right. So that's, that's my most successful that. blog post of all time. Right. I'm not surprised by that. Right. So safety, um, if you're trying to target the exact market that is getting in touch with you, which, so you've been successful, safety is a pretty big topic. For India. Now it wouldn't be for a different country or a different market, but for India, it's number one. It's number one. Right. Yeah. It's number one for, I suspect quite a few countries in South Asia, the Middle East, Central Asia, all that sort of stuff. Right. I know that without. Egypt. For sure, Egypt. Yeah, Egypt. If I was in Egypt, yep. I would be doing I would be doing a similar. If I was in Egypt, I'd be doing a similar, uh, or Turkey, I, um, I, Morocco. I would be doing. These are the. I would say I'm in a lot of. Oh, the another thing I do. I'm in a lot of women's groups, a lot of women's um, Facebook groups, women's travel Facebook groups, and giving advice on travel in India. And and there's certain countries that come up over and over again that um, women are afraid to go to. India's one of the top. Egypt in India, probably Morocco and Turkey are the top, I would say. If I was in any of these countries, my marketing would focus on safety. Interesting. So uh, Facebook groups, let's talk about that for a second. You had a Facebook group and you were just messaging back and forth now and you've abandoned it. Is that right? Yeah. I never really was committed to it. So I I shouldn't even talk about, I don't know very much about running Facebook groups, so I shouldn't comment on it. 
have you yeah thank you for 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 saying that you so you're participating in facebook groups though is that just yeah um, so i i i find it easier to just be a participant and and share information than to run my own group and are you winning business that way or is it just something you're doing um because you're passionate about india um it's a little bit of both um you know it's a little bit of both i would say um it's a bit of a fine line. Like I have a real passion for helping women travel safely in India. It's, it goes far beyond business. It's right. a, it's a, it's like, it feels like my calling at this point in my life. Um, I'm not, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but I, I would do it for no money. <laughs> Although I need, <laughs> I do need to make, I do need to make a living. Um, but it's literally a passion. So I'm driven to, uh, help women travel safely in India. I know there are some dangers here. The dangers are actually not what people think they are, though. Um, right. The main danger in India, oh, I, this is going to get me in trouble. The main danger in India is not crime. The main danger in India is unscrupulous people working in the hospitality sector. India is just right with unscrupulous um, people on all levels, from auto rickshaw drivers to um, tour guides to um, even I'm afraid to say tour operators. There's there's just all kinds of scams going on here and all kinds of unethical behavior. I, I I'm sorry to say it, but that is the biggest danger of travel in India. It's not getting hurt; it's getting ripped off. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, the something you 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 said though, I want to pick up on it. Um, and you've you've kind of hinted at this uh, quite a few times if not said it directly so what, one of my favorite expressions is that hobbies is something you do for you some hobbies are something you do for yourself and passion is something you do for someone else right and that's exactly what you're doing right you're doing you're doing uh the you're the you're doing you're educating people at india because it's just something you care deeply about and you've managed to turn that into an income that's a so, nice thing to say thank you thank you it's wonderful. Um, um, you know, really. you know, I, I, came, I came to this, I have to say, I, I came to this country in a very low state in my life. Um, and India healed me. India brought me back to life. India inspired me. I mean, I got so many positive things out of my travels in India. So many beautiful things here, people and places and rituals and sense of the sacred and and yet in the Western media, all I read is all this negativity and, and there's a, there's a, you know, dissonance, what do they call that cognitive dissonance? Right. Uh, there's such a gap between my on the ground experience and what I see in the media and all this fear about travel in India. I mean, women have to be cautious everywhere. And there are certain specific cautions here for sure. Um, you do have to keep your wits about you, but you know, we uh, most of our travelers, when they get to India, because, yeah, my company is India for Beginners, so they're coming for the first time. Every single person says, oh, my God, I'm so surprised. This isn't what I was expecting. They didn't wow. expect the prosperity. They didn't expect expect the modernity. Uh, you know, the um, they didn't expect the just friendly, casual nature of India. They didn't. They were just they, they got such a dark picture of India painted in their minds. And, um, and, you know, it just wasn't my experience. And so I, I'm trying to challenge that perspective in what everything I do. Right. So how do you help people bridge that gap? Is it just a case of blogging or is there some other magic to it? 
I don't know. That's such a good question. Um, I, I'm a big believer in storytelling. I am a storyteller. I think stories win people's hearts. And I tell stories on my blog and on social media. And I'm not afraid to tell stories from my heart and be emotional. And I think that touches people. And this whole business about, you know, um, artificial intelligence taking over content. From my perspective, that's a sick, that's a sick joke, you know, like, you reach people through your own experience and by sharing your vulnerability, by sharing your heart, by, sh you know, by being truthful and honest and passionate and all these things, how is artificial intelligence ever going to capture that? I hope I it agree. never does. <laughs> I hope it never totally does. Or we're in, we're in trouble. Trouble. Yeah. But one, one thing about the content I've seen so far is that it's the kind of content that never worked anyway. Um, the generic. Yeah, it's generic, the kind of content of the, the lazy. Yeah, it's the it's the content of the lazy bloggers that I was talking about who just write these listicles and um, yeah. things like that for SEO only. I I like I said, it's a matter of balancing SEO and personality and passion. It's not that I, I'm against SEO. It's just that you can't rely a hundred percent on SEO. Otherwise, you end up with just lifeless. Uh, content that you know is not going to influence anybody. Yeah, actually, I would actually recommend all of our listeners, if you're interested in this topic, look at uh, Marilyn's website. This uh, this article, my top tips for women traveling in, in India, is an excellent version of the balance of SEO because you have some of the common questions: Is India safe for women? Is it safe to travel in India? Is safe yeah. to, India safe to visit? Optimized for SEO, right? Yeah. But then straight up, you say, well. One of the first pieces of text on this on this blog post is, well, why am I qualified to write about travel safety in India? Yeah. And you're telling your story. And yeah. so it's a perfect balance of getting people to the page and then and then and and then and then engaging with them as a human being, talking to another human being. I love it. You engage their head and their heart, not just their head. We're such yes. a it's it's a head based society, you know, but what about the heart? Yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah, the the yeah the the mindless SEO content is is so head based, right? But human beings, we tr we we don't travel for head reasons. We travel for heart reasons. We just need the head, exactly. the head to shut up a little. To get bit. us the head gets us on the plane. <laughs> the head, yeah, the exactly heart, right. <laughs> heart draws us to the destination. The head gets us on the plane. Right, right. Yeah, it's like a team. It's it's teamwork makes the dream work and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but so tours, what was the trigger for, for you to switch, um, to, uh, not switch, I guess, but what was the trigger for you to add tours as part of your business? Your questions are so good. I have to tell you, um, frustration, you want the honest truth? You want the honest answer? Right. Uh, Honesty is the only policy. Yeah. Extreme, extreme frustration. And, um, wow. Um, feeling demoralized by trying to be a content creator and trying to make a living and trying to work in an industry that doesn't really value um, mark content marketing and doesn't actually understand marketing. Um, and maybe in other um, parts of the world, they do. But in India, they don't understand the difference between sales and marketing. They know sales. They know about selling. They know about getting bums in seats. They don't understand marketing. And right. it's been very extremely frustrating for me working in this in this climate. And, you know, desperation drove me to starting a tour company. Now, I mean, but now, I mean, 
you know, a couple of years later and now starting to have really, you know, success. I'm so happy. So believe me, if I, the next time I get a big award, I'll stand on stage and go, thank you for frustrating me. <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll, because you know what? It, it drove me to doing what I, what, you know, uh, uh, creating this company that I love and I, that I love, you know, um, operating and helping others. So Sorry. frustration made me start it, but joy and passion keeps me going. What? That's, that's quite interesting. Did you have a resistance to starting a tool company, like some sort of perception? I didn't have a resistance, but I don't, I don't have a background in, in, in the travel industry uh, at all. I'm a, right. I have a background in communications, but I, I got an amazingly lucky break. Uh, this is like one of the luckiest breaks of my entire life. I met a wonderful young man named Anjani Nandan in Delhi, and that was one of the luckiest days of my entire life. And... Um, of all the many, many years I networked in the, in the tourism industry in India, went to conferences, travel marts. I mean, I've met hundreds and maybe thousands of people in the tourism industry in India. And I think maybe just one, maybe just one said, I want to take you out for coffee and ask you, you know, what, what is it you're doing and, and how are you doing it? And was really curious, you know, and this was Anjani, this young man who had his own small um, travel company in Delhi and he took me out for coffee and we sat down and talked and he was really curious about what I was doing and how I was doing it. And I, I honestly, I'm searching my memory, but I'm, I'm not sure that anybody's ever done it before or since. He's the only one. And it turns out he's a short and interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable when you think about it. I, I mean, I've won the national tourism award, but still nobody seemed to be interested in what I was doing. I mean, right. I don't understand it. I, this is my frustration, yeah. but yeah, I, I, have leave, that. I, have, I have to leave that behind. I have to leave that right. behind because yeah. it did lead me to the right, everything, all the roads were going in the right direction. Yeah, I so know what Anjali, you're saying. An, Anjali mm -hmm. and, his, had, and his team, um, another incredibly wonderful, incredibly talented young man named Ujwal, were operating a small company in Delhi um, they both worked for big um, tour operators in India. They both had a lot of experience in the travel industry, but they they had their own small company just starting out. Oh my God! And we just we just clicked. We just came together, and we're a dream team, you know, because I'm marketing obviously, and that's my expertise. And I uh, bring in the leads. Anjani is a genius at closing sales. He's unbelievable. He's fantastic with the clients and creating itineraries and proposals. And then Ujwal is our operations manager. Again, he's like a, he's he's just so good at his job. He just dots every I and crosses every T. And he's there when, 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 our, when our tourists hit the ground, he is there for them. And he takes care of everything. He coordinates everything. And he's got a lot of personal experience and contacts over 15 years in the business and uh, true blue professional. And so I can't, I could not do India for Beginners without Anjani and Ujwal. And I have to, um, you know, I have to, you know, acknowledge this and appreciate them openly because they're, you know, they're part of the heart and soul of this company. I love that. You've, you've really, oh man, there's so many threads I want to pull in here. There's a few things I really want to highlight. Firstly, you, you don't know how to run a tour company. You actually almost still don't, right? Because you have a you have a specialty, which is your marketing and sales, right? And that's one half of it. 
and there are a whole bunch of people who are amazing at logistics and maybe not so good at marketing. So can I put, a, can I put an idea to you then, having heard what you've just said? You know, we were talking about should, should tour operators blog and all that sort of thing. Perhaps it would be a good idea and, you know, people do with this information what they will, but maybe some tour operators who are struggling, they, they can deliver amazing trips, but they're struggling to get exposure. Should just look for someone like you who's the other side of the coin, got all the exposure, but um, maybe struggling to turn that into into the ability to pay for a reasonable lifestyle and, and fund their passion. Is that a fair, would that be a fair uh, thought there? Well, I mean, I just hope that people get got as lucky as me. I, I just got, I got lucky. I mean, I don't know how I could ter- suggest that as a formula. Um, I suppose it is, but in my case, it, it feels like it was just, you know, right. pure uh, luck. But you, luck. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ganesh, yeah. you know, you pray to Ganesh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you were out there, though. That's the thing. You were blogging. You were out yeah. there. At some point, yeah, you were going to find that there. first. I was open to it. I was open to it. And I w- we started slow. Four or five years ago, we, we did one trip together. And then I came back from that trip. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys are amazing. So we started slow. And then we started building things up slowly. And... Um, learning to work together and learning how to work together. It didn't happen overnight. It happened over a couple of years. And then of course we got slammed by the pandemic. Right. So did you start with scheduled tours or did you start with uh, custom tours? Well, we've experimented with both, but we find that 98% of the people who contact us want a custom tour. That is fascinating. I actually thought you were just about to say the opposite thing. So oh. people, um, that's okay. Wow. Um, custom tours. So, can you walk me through that? Like what, what, when someone wants a custom tour of India, what are they asking for? Well, they want somebody to hold their hand. You know, they want help with helping to uh, design a viable itinerary because they don't know India and they don't uh, know whether, you know, it's reasonable to go from A to B and how do you get there? So they need someone to, to do the logistical planning for them for sure. India is not an easy place to figure that out if you don't know the place. And there's a lot of insider tips between the three of us. Oh my gosh, we got the insider tips. Oh boy, between the three of us, (laughs) we're a powerhouse of insider tips. That's all I have to say. Um, Wow. And so we can we can say, hey, don't take that train. That train is, you know, a nightmare. Take this train. I mean, we we really the three of us are um, very well traveled as well as knowing as being you know industry experts. Um, Wow. So that's a big part of it. But it's it it, again when they hit the ground, they want someone at the airport meeting them they want somebody coordinating everything they want a whatsapp they want a whatsapp uh contact or a couple of them um in case anything goes wrong you know um they want someone holding their hand while they're here and i don't blame them um when oh, you're first sure. in india yeah india is it i don't think personally i don't find india to be a, a unsafe place but i find it to be a very challenging place to travel it is because a challenge. Of what you've talked about with the scams well, and not yeah, scams plus it plus it, it, I mean it's a very um, you know it's crowded it's chaotic um, you know there's millions of trains but hard to get a train ticket I mean everything is overwhelming when your culture shock is overwhelming when you're first here you do need help that's a fact absolutely and um, it's, it's a time factor as well that like not everyone wants to sit around. Spending months trying to figure out, like you said, the train system or how to get from point A to point B, especially if someone knows the answer, right? If you have a little bit of budget, why not just pay the expert? So, um, so, um, I know there's no such thing as a typical custom package, but, um, are we, uh, 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 uh,
broad strokes, are we talking about multi-week or like, what, what, is there like something like a common thread between these people and their desires that you can share? Yeah, they usually, no, they usually have a couple of weeks, uh, sometimes less, sometimes more. Um, most of them do want to see the Taj Mahal, of course, not everybody, but some people are just like, I don't care about the Taj Mahal, but most people want to see it. And, um, um, most people tell us they want to have a, uh, which I love. I love the, I just love the customers we're attracting. It's unbelievable. I don't know. I, again, I feel very blessed. We're getting people writing to us saying, I want to experience India. It's like, yes, I love you. That's what we yes. want you to do. We, they're not saying to us, you know, put me in a fancy car and take me to the, you know, right. five-star hotel. No, they're saying, I want to stay in a unique uh, accommodation. I want to. I want to get to know the country. I want to go and see tigers. Um, I want to, you know, experience a rural um, village, um, and 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 that's what we excel at. Wow, I feel like it's amazing the contrast talking about what frustrates you and what's exciting you. Like you're Thank lighting you. up so much right now when you're talking about this. So obviously, well, that's why I, I say. That's why I say when I when I talk about the frustration, I have to say now I'm gr I'm grateful because I love right. what I'm doing. It's rewarding on every level, and um, and uh, I you know I and I'm still traveling. Like I'm I'm on my computer. I get still get to travel, although I do spend a lot of time in Delhi now because I do like to meet as many clients as possible when they come to Delhi. Um, but you know I also have to go out and see what's going on in the field. So I'm trying to balance mm. that. Which is what you're doing right now. You're checking out um, Goa. And uh, can I ask you, I'd like to get a little bit granular if that's okay. Someone gets in touch with you through the contact form. What happens yes. next? Oh, I write them an email as, as soon as I can. You know, I try to do it. My the, Our standard operating procedure, um, service standard is <clears throat> within 24 hours. And, um, you know, I just write them back and say, hi, you know, here this is who we are. This is what we do. Um, and can, you know, and then we start the process. Um, my partner, Anjani, he replies, um, soon after, and he asks some questions that, that he needs the answers to, to start designing the custom itineraries. And it just, it's, it's, you know, we work back and forth until, until we nail it. We, we don't give up until we, we nail it. It has to be, the, the customer has to think that itinerary is perfect. Absolutely. And there'd be so many little details that the customer would struggle to even recognize that it's special, right? Like, yeah. cause it's not just about adding the special elements it's about, it's about them helping them avoid pain. Right. We have to, so, we, we have to, we have to educate, we have to educate as we go. Uh, people do sometimes say the craziest things, you know, like some of the requests they don't know. I mean, they have no idea. Um, they right. don't know that the Taj Mahal is closed on Friday. It's just a simple example, but or they don't know how long it might take to get to Jaisalmir, you know, like there's, or, you know, they, well, is there any faster way to get to Jaisalmir? No, there isn't. It's a remote place. It's really beautiful and special and magical. You should go there. But like so many beautiful, special, magical places, it's not easy to get to, you know? Right. And that's what makes it special because other people struggle to get there, which means yeah, there's less people there. Yeah. So yeah. is this a, is this a, is there a video call involved in this place or is it just email? Uh, it starts as email and when they book, we do video or sometimes if they really, um, feel uncomfortable, we'll do video, we'll do a Zoom call. Uh, we have a Zoom account and we'll do a Zoom call with them. We're very flexible. We don't have any hard and fast rules. We just want to do, we're totally focused on, it's mostly women contacting us and we're totally focused on making sure they feel very comfortable. So whatever it takes. 
Do you, there's a, there's a lot of people who ask, um, in Facebook groups who are in a similar position to yourself and they raise this issue that seems to pop up from time to time of designing custom itineraries for people and not getting paid for it. Um, and then them going off and doing something else. Have you had that issue? How, how, how do you approach yeah, this topic for, of, sure. for it, free? It, it, it happens occasionally, but not that often. So we don't worry about it. Okay. Is there a our, our philosophy is we give such great service that they they want to book with us. They don't want to walk away from us. Right. Yeah. Um. I'm just trying to think. Is there, in in in, in the first step of your process, um, are you trying to qualify them as a lead or anything like that, or is it just you just no, overwhelm them with value? Yeah, overwhelm them with love. <laughs> yeah, love it. Um, yeah. So I just love everybody who writes to me. <laughs> that's so good yeah we 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 love it we in our company we call that special feeling because you know like travel is about special feeling right it's not i'm not trying to you know i'm not comparing two percentage points at a mortgage here i'm trying to have a, a memorable experience and i'm investing a lot of time and money it's india it's a dream and it's trip. india it's, it's, right it's yeah trip. right exactly oh, yeah. so they reach out to you because they want personal connection and you're giving of that to course. them yeah i mean we're driven by passion and love and wanting people to have the most amazing trip of their life that's the bottom line can i there's a question is it the, the 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 entrepreneur in me is scratching at my head for i've got a question and feel free to answer it in as little or as much detail as you like but in terms of your business partnership are you running as a as a single business or are you or are you kind of like separate businesses where there's like some sort of arrangement where you're a client effectively of uh, is it anjani well um, Anjani, yeah. So to operate in India as a business, I had to set up a, uh, I had to incorporate and I had to set up a business in India and incorporate here. So I'm an incorporated business in India called uh, Breathe Dream Go India Private Limited. And that and that's the company that runs India for Beginners. Um, and, and to do that in India as a foreigner, I had to have an Indian co-director. So Anjani is my co-director. So we're co-directors in this incorporated company called Breathe Dream Go India private limited and um you know i have an accounting and business team and everything you know the whole thing here in india and um and so so india for beginners is run by that company um so that's that's the company that's running it and then anjani and his team provide services um to us for a management fee right that makes that makes so much sense and uh I'm happy you shared that because there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, okay, that's obvious, right? But there are many, many people who are out there who are not that familiar with running a tour business who don't understand that the relationship doesn't have to be so complicated. You don't have to be negotiating equity structures and all that sort of stuff. You can have a partner who works with you for a management fee and both people can benefit. But, you know, it depends on the jurisdiction. Like, it, like it, I, we had to do it a certain way because uh, the way uh, India is... Because this is, you know, India and India demanded that we do it a certain way. I didn't have a lot of choice. I had to set up IGN corporate, <laughs> you know, and I had to have an Indian co-director. So um, a lot is going to depend on, um, on where you're setting up the business. And also the, you know, like I'm from Ontario, uh, Canada, mm-hmm. and on, in Ontario, Canada, the rules uh, around, you know, who can sell travel and are very, very strict. Very you have to be licensed. You have to be, um, you have to put up a bond and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, but here in India, it's, it's not, it's not a regulated profession to that extent. 
uh, at all. And um, so again, you have to look into what's required in your in your oh, absolutely. Area. What's it what what for what has been just out of curiosity, what's what's it been like to deal with Indian bureaucracy? Is it has it been a headache or Oh it's so it much fun. It's it's it so is? much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's the best way to approach it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um Yeah, I mean it's but, yeah, I mean India does not rank well on on ease of doing business. I'll I'll write a book about it one day when well, after I leave the country, and it'll be it'll be it'll be I I hope it'll be filled with humor. I hope it'll make people laugh. I love it. I see you you're coming from a really positive place, and that's that's wonderful. Uh, it's India, so you know. Nice. I learned I, I you know I learned I've been here for a long time. I've been, I came here seven. You learn to adapt. You have to. You don't have any choice in India. You ha you know I, if you can't go with the flow here. If you can't surrender, uh, you you just you know don't even come, don't just leave because it there's no other way to be here. Yep, that's, that's true. but that's yeah. part of the magic. That's part of the beauty of it. Right, it's like it's like trying to stop a river, isn't it? It's better to just join the river. Yeah. So, yeah. so what, what's next for for India for beginners? Um, you know, I now have entrepreneurial challenges, which I've never had before in my life because I was always a creative professional. I have entrepreneurial challenges um, that I'm hoping, of course, Tourpreneur uh, will help me with, and I'm sure they will. It's an amazing group, and I, I've joined specifically for that reason, to get the wisdom and guidance of people who are, you know, I might be very knowledgeable about content marketing, but in terms of running a tour business, I have a lot to learn and you know, entrepreneurial challenges around growing the business. We're getting, we're being swamped with leads now and um, we need to grow the business. And I don't have experience in growing a business and I need that. I need all kinds of entrepreneurial help right now. Um, so what, what sort of challenges are we talking what sort of challenges are we talking about? So it sounds like you're talking about hiring, knowing who to hire. Yeah, to hire. hiring, hiring, running, setting up systems, setting up a CRM, um, setting up, you know, just setting up systems. You know, when you're small and you don't have that many, um, running that many tours, it's not that difficult to do things even manually. But once you start to grow, you need you need to automate. I mean, I'd like to look into some sort of automation. Not not nothing. I don't want to automate anything that you know takes away from the the human touch that's for, that's for sure but yeah. there's maybe some sides of the business that are not human touch sides that we can automate and um there's a i have a laundry list believe me of i can imagine of, <laughs> but i can't we're in high season now like india's season is october to march and what's your so what's your ambition for the business stuff, yeah so a lot of the stuff i want to um tackle might have to be put off till april um wow. You know, my ambition for the business is to continue to grow it, and um, and you know, um, you know, as much as we can. I believe in the business, and I believe in what we're doing. And um, finding a way to scale is—I know it's going to be really challenging, um, but I—I I hope we can do it. I hope we can uh, find people who share our passion and who care as much as the three of us care. Because I don't know how to do this if you don't care. Yeah. No, yeah, totally agree. So, so, just want to make sure, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this one. But as we as we wrap up, because we're hitting our time limits, um, Marilyn, Ellen, she won. What was it? It was a national tourism award. Is that you'd won yes, a national tourism? Ministry, of, Ministry of Tourism here in India. 
but you're frustrated because um, even with these recognitions, even with having appeared in a gazillion publications, approximately, that's um, <laughs> that's an approximate rough count. You were. It sounds like just um, generating healthy lifestyle for your uh, income for yourself to actually maintain a solid lifestyle was really was really difficult. But now you switch to tours, so you have the contents piece and the and the custom tours piece. Has that changed? Are you now in a place where you're not feeling that frustration anymore? Um, here in India, there's a saying um, that either the goddess Saraswati, who's the goddess of the arts and knowledge and wisdom, will bless you, or Lakshmi, who is the goddess of abundance and wealth, will bless you, but not both. <laughs> well, so you're blessed by one and then the other. Yeah, so for many, many years, I was blessed by Saraswati, and yesterday was Saraswati Puja, and I'm very grateful for that. But right. now I'm hoping to get the blessings of Lakshmi. Um, you know, I'm hoping wow. the tour company will be successful. Both on both my partners, Anjani and Ujwal, are family men. They have young families. Uh, Anjani has a little baby girl, and she's so cute and born during the pandemic. And I want the company to be successful for them and their families as well. Um, so I'm really um, hoping that uh, now I can get the blessings of the of this uh, Lakshmi instead of Sarah's body for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you will, and um, I love it. I think there's a lot of tour brays that would relate to that that saying, and I know I know I do personally. Um, it's been a long journey, very long journey, but uh, but now we've, we're entering into what feels like a period of prosperity as well. So that's wonderful. I hope um, so. I hope so for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all deserve. It. <laughs> Especially yeah, that's after like, the pandemic. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And, and also the people like you, the heart driven people who have, who contribute so much to the world uh, for free for so long. Uh, and uh, to have the world kind of recognizing that um, finally is, is wonderful. So any, any parting thoughts before we sign off? No, I'm just very happy to be here. I loved your questions. I thought your questions were perfect. They're very insightful. And, and, um, you know, if you want to have me back anytime, <laughs> I'd love to keep talking for sure. And yeah, for sure. Really, Get you really, back in a couple of I, years with your CRM yeah, setup yeah, and your systems yeah, working. Yeah, exactly. And my great. team of loving, caring Wonderful people. people. Um, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And just, just, I just, I just want to give a shout out to Tourpreneur and um, to everybody who's um, contributing to this in, amazing, um, you know, resource. Yeah. Yeah, the generosity from everyone has been amazing. I try to contribute my little way, and I know I've seen you. I've seen you jumping in to do the same recently as well, which is wonderful. Try and um, yeah. if if more if you know the world is just a better place if just people come in and just do those those little contributions. But yeah, all right. Well, Marilyn, if someone wants to obviously get in touch with you or follow along with your journey, breathe, dream, go, India for beginners. Um, is there any other particular thing they should know about if they're wanting to follow along? No, just you know, say hi. Come along and say hi. Awesome. That's a great tip. Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much, Marilyn Wood. Thank you very much for having me.